After back-to-back off days, the Chicago Blackhawks are back in action tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. I'll go over a full preview of tonight's contest at the United Center as well as all the gambling lines and odds courtesy of our friends over at Bet Online. And then to wrap things up, I'll also discuss the latest details that emerged on Thursday regarding settlement talks between the Blackhawks and Kyle Beach. All right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, November 12th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also go check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of this and you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, etc. If you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Alright, good morning everyone. As always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here to start your day. Before getting into a preview of tonight's matchup with the Arizona Coyotes, first, please, please, please folks, I'm only coming out with this episode today through the audio version But real quick, it'll only take two seconds. Please go and subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube page. Every episode starting next Monday, I've already had a couple come out this week. Every episode starting next Monday, though, is going to be posted directly to YouTube as well. It's going to become your one-stop shop for everything Blackhawks. So please, once again, do me a huge favor. It'll only take two seconds and go and subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube channel. It would help me out tremendously. All right, getting into tonight's contest at the United Center between the 3-9-2 Chicago Blackhawks and the 1-11-1 Arizona Coyotes. It's the first matchup of the season between these two teams. In Arizona, with the Seattle Kraken now officially becoming an NHL franchise this year, Arizona has now jumped over to the Central Division. So this is the first matchup between these two teams as Central Division foes. And it's also a matchup between two of the most struggle-filled teams in the NHL to start this season. I know the Blackhawks have now won two games in a row and are looking to make it three here against a bottom feeder like Arizona. Um, But when you go in and look at the numbers between these two teams, both of them are ranked near the bottom in a couple of major categories. Both are ranked in the bottom three in both goals scored right now. The Coyotes are dead last in the league in both, actually, with 1.62 goals per game, while the Hawks are 30th in the NHL, scoring just 2.14 goals per game. And on defense, the Coyotes, as I said, are also last as well, with 4.08 goals allowed, and the Hawks are 30th once again with 3.57 goals given up per game. So something's got to give here tonight, as the great Pat Foley loves to say. But the one area where I do think the Blackhawks have a major advantage in this one is on the special teams department because looking at the Coyotes, they also rank 31st in the NHL in both 
the power play at 9.7%, and the penalty kill as well at just 63.4% so far. And for the Blackhawks, I know it has been a struggle for them recently to find the back of the net on the power play, but they are still generating some good looks. They're moving the puck well, they're creating chances, they just haven't been able to find the back of the net. They've gone four consecutive games now without a power play goal, and that's bumped them all the way down to 16th in the NHL at 20% at the moment. But going up against a dreadful Coyotes penalty kill, as I said, they're killing off just 63.4% of their penalties right now. I just got a feeling that this is going to be a night where the Blackhawks power play could have a bit of a coming out party, in my opinion, because as I just said, even though they do not have a PPG in each of their last four games, they're still creating a lot of quality chances. Alex Dabrinkit should have had a power play goal last game. He hit the post on an absolutely wide open net. Um, So honestly, I think the Hawks should have more to show for their efforts recently on the man advantage. So not only do I think the Blackhawks get a power play goal tonight, but I also like their chances of potentially recording multiple power play goals and really taking advantage of that poor Coyotes penalty kill unit. And on the flip side, the Hawks come into tonight with the fourth best penalty kill in the entire NHL and going up against a power play that scored on just 9.7% of their chances so far. I think if the Hawks can shut down the Coyotes here tonight on their power play, I really like their chances of coming away with a victory because just like uh, us Blackhawks fans know all too well ourselves, Arizona has had a lot of trouble finding the back of the net at even strength this season. Now, getting into the Blackhawks' projected lineup for tonight, I'm recording this a little bit before the Hawks are going out for their morning skate, so I'm not 100% positive of who's going to be in there. But if I had to guess, first off, I do believe that Marc-Andre Fleury will get his second consecutive start in net here tonight. And after a strong performance on Tuesday against his former team in the Pittsburgh Penguins, I think Flower is well-deserving of another go here to try and pick up back-to-back victories for the first time as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks. Looking at Fleury's numbers now, he's 2-7-0 and on the year with a 3.81 goals against average and an 892 save percentage. So, still not the best numbers by any stretch, but I do think the Blackhawks give him the go here tonight to try and clean things up a little bit more and get that record boosted up a little bit. As for Arizona, again, I'm I'm not sure who's going to be in that for them, but I, I would have to guess that Scott Wedgwood is probably the man that they're going to go with. With Carter Hutton on injured reserve at the moment, that just seems to be the most likely scenario for me. And honestly, Wedgwood's been pretty solid so far this season and was recently claimed off waivers by the Coyotes. Taking a look at Wedgwood's numbers, he's 1-2-1 on the year with a 2.66 goals against average and a 9.02 save percentage. So even though the Coyotes haven't been all that good, the newly acquired Wedgwood himself has been pretty solid. So the Blackhawks definitely can't sleep on his abilities tonight and they gotta stay aggressive and, and keep peppering him, especially with all of their struggles as of late offensively. As for a quick prediction of the Blackhawks lineup first, I just don't think that Tyler Johnson is going to be back and ready to return quite yet. After not skating with the team during practice yesterday, he did clear COVID-19 protocol, but I think is still dealing with a neck injury a little bit potentially. I just 
can't imagine him getting into game action without any reps whatsoever in practice or anything in, in the past two weeks. Aside from that, in the forward group for the Hawks, the only decision left is whether or not Henrik Borgstrom is going to get in there tonight. But if the lines during practice yesterday were any sort of indication, it seems like he probably is the odd man out at the moment. With the top line looking to be Alex Dabrinkit, Kirby Doc, and Patrick Kane. The second line is going to be Dominic Kubalik, Jonathan Taze, and Jujar Kara. The third line, as they were in practice yesterday, um, this is probably where Borgstrom, if he is going to draw into the lineup, this is probably where he would be, though, I imagine, as he was rotating with this line during practice yesterday morning. Uh, I do think, though, that Derek King is going to stick with the trio of Philip Kurashev, Dylan Strom, and Adam Gaudet. That's a third line that I think is well-deserving of a look together tonight. Three offensive-minded guys all playing with a chip on their shoulder at the moment, and hopefully that'll lead to some uh, good work out of that third line against the Yotes. And that leaves the Hawks with a fourth line of Mike Hardman, Ryan Carpenter, and Reese Johnson. Maybe Borgstrom draws in for Johnson. I personally doubt it, though. Um, But we're just going to have to wait and see what the Hawks roll out at their morning skate. As for the defense, Wyatt Kalanuck has not been recalled so far this morning, and if he doesn't get recalled in the next hour, I would imagine, um, then the Hawks obviously are going to roll with their six defensemen that they have on the active roster at the moment, meaning, unfortunately, that Eric Gustafson would be in the lineup once again. But if Kalanuck does get recalled here soon, I fully expect him to be in the lineup tonight, with Gus then getting pushed back to serve as the seventh defenseman where he should be, honestly. That's probably the only thing to watch on the back end for the Hawks during their morning skate. One last thing on Arizona real quick. Just like the Penguins on Tuesday, this is a pretty depleted roster that the Blackhawks are going to be facing tonight, especially up front for the Coyotes. Um, Not only is Carter Hutton on injured reserve, as I already mentioned, but so is Nick Schmaltz, former first-round pick of the Blackhawks, along with Ryan Dezingle, Alex Galchenyuk, and Connor Timmins. So, in my mind, there are absolutely no excuses for the Hawks to not pick up their third consecutive victory here at the United Center. It's a weak Coyotes offense, It's a weak Coyotes defense, they're terrible on the power play, they're terrible on the penalty kill, and it's a 1-11-1 team. Come on, let's go and get the job done here at home, move that record up to 4-9-2, which still doesn't look great, but would certainly be a huge step in the right direction from where they were just a week ago when they got dubbed last Friday night by the Winnipeg Jets, which actually wound up being Jeremy Colleton's final game as Blackhawks head coach. All right, that finishes up my preview of tonight's matchup between the Blackhawks and Coyotes. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to get into all the gambling lines and odds for the contest, courtesy of our friends over at betonline.ag. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like strawberry, double chocolate, raspberry, salted caramel, and they now have a couple of new flavors as well, like grasshopper cookie, which is really good if you like mint. They also have cookies and cream, which I just got a box of recently, as well as my personal favorite, blueberry muffin. That's right. There's a blueberry muffin protein bar out there, ladies and gentlemen. In addition to all the other flavors, 
that Built Bar offers right now. They all are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L in LOCKED, then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on now into segment two, it's time to take a quick look at all the gambling lines and odds for tonight's contest, courtesy of our friends over at betonline.ag. And don't look now, folks, but the Chicago Blackhawks are the favorites in tonight's matchup versus Arizona. Honestly, uh, probably for the first time that I would guess since um, maybe... That game very early on in the year against the New Jersey Devils. I honestly can't remember the last time the Blackhawks were the favorites when I was taking a look at all the gambling lines and odds and everything. But yes, tonight against Arizona, the Blackhawks currently sit as the favorites at minus 225 money line. Yes, the 3-9-2 Chicago Blackhawks are minus 225 tonight, while the opposing Arizona, Arizona Coyotes excuse me, sit at plus 195, and that's how you know it's been a a dreadful start to the year for Arizona, one of the few teams in the NHL who actually have had it worse than the Blackhawks this season. Coming into tonight, the Yotes sport a 1-11-1 record, only one win through their opening 13 games. Hey, I feel you, Arizona. I know how it be. They lost their first 11 games of the season before defeating the Seattle Kraken at home this past Saturday night. That's how you know it's bad. When the Blackhawks at 3-9-2 are minus 225. Yikes. And also, like the Blackhawks, the Coyotes are still without a road win so far on the season. So, it's tough. Listen, I know minus 225 is a horrible number for this Blackhawks team. It's Pretty damn close to unbettable, in my opinion, without a parlay, of course, because $20 down on minus 225 only turns into $8.88 worth of profit. Uh, I get that some money is better than no money, but it's just tough when it's, as I said, a 3-9-2 Blackhawks team that you're betting on. They haven't exactly been the most consistent team this season, but things definitely have been getting better with Derek King now calling the shots in the last two games. The Hawks have only given up four goals total, and they got two victories to show for it. So, um, ultimately tonight, I do believe that they will make it three in a row against a struggling Coyote squad that also, as I said, is still without a road victory. Um, I, I do like the Blackhawks here tonight. I'm not the biggest fan of their odds, so I'm probably going to be leaving that one alone, but... As I said, some money's better than no money, so if you're feeling risky, um, Blackhawks minus 225 is is certainly the better bet, in my opinion. I don't think you can gamble on this Arizona Coyotes team. Um, On the flip side, looking at the puck lines, this is where it gets interesting, because the Blackhawks 
They're minus one and a half, but only at plus 130 right now, which, again, that's just entirely too low for a team of their stature. I get it's the Coyotes, but it's not like this this Blackhawks team has been very consistent this year, and I, I've just talked about how things have gone well so far with Derek King behind the bench. Um, but at the same time, both of the wins with Derek King so far have come in extra time. He's still without a regulation win as interim head coach. So for the Blackhawks to be only plus 130 at minus one and a half, again, I know it's Arizona, but I'm not the biggest fans, uh, a biggest fan of those odds either. Um, it's just a little bit too low in my mind, but a bet of $20 on the Hawks at minus one and a half, that does still turn into $26 of profit if they're able to cover. So even though it's not the best, that's still probably my favorite bet of the night, even though, um, it's, is a little bit risky in my opinion. I'm probably still going to take it because I do like the Blackhawks chances. Uh, and I'd rather just take them minus one and a half at plus 130 than, minus 225 money line. As for the Coyotes, they are plus one and a half at minus 150, which actually isn't terrible, but again, it's the Coyotes, and I'm not really sure how anyone can bet on them at this point, especially coming on the road. So, in my opinion, Blackhawks minus one and a half is probably the best value bet in my eye for tonight's matchup. Not including the over-under, though, folks. Right now, the line sits at five and a half. The under actually is the favorite here sitting at minus 115. It's not a huge difference though with the over coming in at minus one and a half or excuse me, minus 105. Um, it's, it's still a little bit of a toughie for me because as I mentioned earlier, these are two of the worst offensive teams in the entire league. They both rank in the bottom three, but at the same time, they also rank in the bottom three on defense as well. Both teams are in the are are near the bottom of the league in both categories. So to me, uh, I don't know why, but this one I feel like just has the making to hit the over, folks. Like six goals really isn't asking for all that much. I know both teams have scoring issues at five on five, but I think the defense is not going to be the best here tonight either. And I can really picture this being like a 4-3 to three or a 4-2 to two game. And as I talked about earlier as well, I think the Blackhawks have the opportunity to explode for multiple power play goals here tonight. So I personally would say to take the over. Life's too short to take the under on a Friday night, folks. Go get with your buddies. Go have a couple of drinks and root for a high-scoring affair. $20 down on the over would turn into $19.04 worth of profit if you go and throw down on it at minus 105. It's a pretty fair payout, honestly, um, especially for a number coming in as low as 5.5 at the moment. All right, that is going to take care of all the gambling lines and odds for tonight's contest. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to discuss the latest updates on settlement talks between the Blackhawks and Kyle Beach. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NFL and college football are both starting to close in on the postseason. The UFC has some incredible fights coming up once again this weekend. Max Holloway is fighting on Saturday night. I can already tell you I'm going to have some money on Max. 
And we're also now right in the midst of the NBA and the NHL getting up and running. So for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code, LOCKDOWN, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Getting into segment three now, before I let you all go and enjoy the rest of your weekends, I also wanted to make sure to discuss the latest updates on settlement talks between Kyle Beach and the Chicago Blackhawks, which, according to Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times, a multiple-time guest here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. By the way, Ben just continues to do a phenomenal job covering everything on the lawsuit and uh, everything that's involving Kyle Beach. And, And once again, late last night, Ben put out a fantastic article covering all the latest updates. And in that article, Ben stated that the two sides aren't really seeing eye to eye at the moment, even though Hawks CEO Danny Wirtz instructed their lawyers to seek a fair resolution in the lawsuit. It doesn't seem like they've been willing to budge on what they want to settle at at all, which is pretty frustrating to hear, honestly, um, that the team is still kind of fighting the stuff at the moment. According to Beach's lawyer, Susan Loggins, On Thursday, she stated that she's disgusted by the Hawks' lack of fair play with their recent handling of the lawsuit, which, ironically, goes directly against what Danny Wirtz reportedly told his lawyers. Um, In recent letters that were sent out by the Hawks' lawyers, they reportedly called Loggins' initial financial settlement demand extraordinary, and they also said it's now clear to them that they're not going to be able to resolve these differences in lawyer to lawyer discussions because of this differing view on what a fair settlement would look like. Loggins did not say what her initial settlement demand was. She didn't want to go public with that. Um, But she did say that it's roughly about what the estimated earnings would have been for Kyle Beach had he gone through a typical NHL career and had he never have gotten assaulted by Brad Aldrich. It's, It's just frustrating and sad to see that the Blackhawks are still fighting this, even though that they've been told to go through it in a, a fair and honest matter, you know. Um, they also don't seem to be in too much of a hurry to wrap all of this up. According to Ben's article, the Hawks have once again requested a 60-day stay in new court filings, which Loggins found outrageous. She believes that to be nothing more than a stalling tactic, so... Just not the classiest of moves here once again by the Chicago Blackhawks, continuing to drag this thing out. And they also still believe that their legal defense remains strong, but they do feel a moral inclination to attempt to resolve this matter on fair terms. So they still don't think they did anything illegal, which is honestly insane at this point. Um, but they claim to be trying to do the right thing here out of respect for Kyle Beach, which if if you just listened to everything I said before that, that sentence, their actions really do not seem to be matching up with their words right now, which is, I know, so shocking for the Chicago Blackhawks. 
it's it's frustrating to say the least. But probably the only positive coming out of the situation at the moment is that the Blackhawks have promised to pay for all of Beach's past and future medical and counseling expenses, and they also offered to do the same for John Doe too, who was a student that Aldrich went on to sexually assault in 2013 after his time with the Blackhawks organization. But listen, that's not going to be enough. And I don't want to sound like a a bad person here. I hope everyone listening to this understands when I say I get that the Chicago Blackhawks don't want to be dishing out millions upon millions of dollars, especially in this COVID world and with attendance going down at the moment. I get that. But that shouldn't matter at all right now. I I absolutely don't get how they just continue to not understand the effects of them fighting this case. It, it's just absolutely the wrong look for this franchise right now. Just settle with Kyle. Give him what he wants. He deserves that and a whole lot more for everything this team has put him through in, in the last 11 years. It's, it's outrageous that they're fighting this. Um, I, I, don't, I don't get how... I don't get how they think that they're not going to have to pay him a ton of money here. Like, in my mind, this has to get into the double digits and millions of dollars. Probably a nine-figure number, if I had to imagine. And again, I get that this is a business, and by losing that kind of money, it's going to hurt them a lot financially. But again, that doesn't matter. Kyle Beach deserves fair payment and a fair resolution. He deserves more than that. He deserves better from the Chicago Blackhawks organization, and this is their opportunity to give him better than what he deserves. And right now, it just doesn't seem like the Blackhawks are living up to their end of the bargain, despite CEO Danny Wirtz telling his lawyers to seek a fair settlement. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, November 12th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and also, please, please, please go and subscribe to the Locked On Blackhawks YouTube page, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go check out the Lockdown Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day by simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Bets right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is Mailbag Monday. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, everyone, please go and enjoy your weekends responsibly, and thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.